Is pornography rewiring, rewiring our brains? Our brains? Uh, I don't want you to answer just yet. First, I need you to wrap your head around a couple of very interesting statistics. Did you know that back in the day when you had to go to a triple X store and come out with a brown paper bag or hide a stash of dirty magazines under your mattress, only 5% of men under the age of 40 had erectile dysfunction. Now, ever since internet pornography, ever since we can get it on our phones, 33% of men under the age of 40 report some degree of erectile dysfunction. So surprisingly, this is an even bigger issue among teenagers. A recent study of Canadian adolescents showed that 45.3% of teenagers admitted to having problems with erectile function. And in this day and age, most teenagers report to having had seen pornography over 500 times before they'd even lost their virginity. Hello, my friend, and welcome to a very thought-provoking episode of Big Lash Energy. I'm your host, Jaina Marie. A couple of weeks ago, we asked an important question about something that people usually tend to keep hush-hush. That question was, is porn affecting your relationships? If you haven't heard that one yet, uh, you might want to check it out before diving into this one. But in that episode, the goal was to start a conversation around pornography. And boy, did we ever. So many listeners said they had no idea watching pornography could affect things in their bedroom so much. One thing I forgot to mention was this is something you might be struggling with in your sex life and don't even know it because let's be honest here, most people indulge in porn in private. Anyways, today the conversation continues. In this episode, I'm sharing a very real and candid conversation with a young man who struggled with a porn addiction for most of his adult life. And in case you think that porn addiction is reserved for greasy, perfumed men who drive big vans with little windows in the back, you should know that Dante is a runway model, music video hottie, and professional athlete. I knew I was going to want to talk about this before I even had a show. That's why this was actually the very first interview that I ever did, but I was saving it for the right moment. And this is it. Today, my guest opens up about how his porn addiction affected his relationships, the difference between a porn appreciation versus an addiction, and what to do if you or someone you know is struggling with it. Just wait till you hear how real and vulnerable he is. We could all learn a lot from this conversation, so please, listen up. Welcome to Big Lash Energy, dedicated to helping you navigate life's hurdles with your head held high. We're celebrating wins, learning from our losses, and laughing at ourselves along the way. Now here's your favourite hype woman, Jaina Marie. Jaina Marie. So today I'm joined by this fabulous gentleman who has agreed to come onto the show and talk about a very personal issue. Dante, welcome. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank you for being here. Have you ever been on a podcast before? I have not. Okay, well, because you're also my first official guest, so we're each other's first today, so that's kind of special. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so first of all, I'm going to mention how you and I met, mm-hmm. which is kind of a cute story, mm-hmm. if I do say so myself. So I was hit up in my DMs by uh, Mr. Dante. This was when I, you know, once upon a time when I did those kinds of things. Oh, he's so he's so elevated now. I'm he doesn't a, do a things reform, like that. I'm a reformed man. Right, right, right. Well, way back then, yeah. he sent me yeah. a, he sent me a DM that said something like, 
Has anybody told you that you're beautiful? Um, it was actually, um, I wonder how often you get told how beautiful you are. Right, because that's very clearly a perfectly worded, copied, and pasted Listen, no comment. Okay, so, so I received this message, first of all, and I'm like, what? First of all, men never message me on Instagram because I have a makeup page and my ass isn't out all the time. So the only people who ever hit me up are like guys from India, which is hi, H-Y-E. So I'm like, okay, this is a perfectly formed sentence and this image looks attractive. Let me see if this is a real account. And then I click and this man has got, you know, like 40 something thousand followers and he's fine as fuck. And I'm like, what? So I replied and I was like, actually, I haven't, no one's called me beautiful in a while. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. <laughs> by the way, just saying, uh, if I recall, I, I do remember when I look back on it, I think you didn't respond to me like the first time. I think I said something else. Like I, I might have replied to your story or something. You, you know? did. Yep, 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 yep. And then yep. you didn't say Because I, <laughs> I, I'm glad that you recovered, though. Your confidence is back up after all that. Oh, it doesn't go down. <laughs> <laughs> you and I have built a friendship after you sent me this DM. Yes. And we got talking about some really personal things. And you told yes. me about your struggles. And I thought this would be a really great topic to have on the podcast because Absolutely. it is a really big issue. But when Absolutely. I presented the idea to you to have you on the show, I never in a million years thought that you were going to say yes. Why is that? Let's hear. Because it's so personal and it's, you know, it's the kind of thing that lots of people don't talk about publicly. If I don't allow myself to talk about my problems, I'm not going to grow from them and evolve from them. <sighs> Do you hear this, ladies? <laughs> I love it. Okay, so first of all, there are, I'm sure most women know that their man has looked at porn and I don't want mm -hmm. couples hearing this, hearing this episode today and then starting fights like you're a porn addict because there is, I believe, a difference between for example, a porn appreciation versus a porn addiction. So before we start breaking up marriages all over the globe, could you please do your best to explain what you think is the difference between porn addiction and porn, say, appreciation? Mm -hmm. Well, there's porn addiction can be um, addiction. I don't throw addiction around lightly at all. Porn addiction can be very complex. I'll say the number one thing, like the number one and, and most simple um, sign of a porn addiction is what you would think an addiction is, is simply someone not being able to, like, un, I mean, unable to not watch pornography. I mean, unable, like, literally unable. Like, I, I, I have to watch porn. I don't care where I'm at. Like, I have to watch porn. Right. Now, that's, a, that's, a, that's a simple now, sign. Now, before, when you're, when you're saying that, I have to watch porn, I feel like people are getting, I forgot, like this is essentially radio. Nobody else is seeing you like I am right now. So let's just pause for a second and explain exactly who Dante is because I don't like the thought of, you know, whenever, whenever anybody thinks about like a porn addict, they think this is maybe a man who can't get sex. This is maybe a man who's like gross and like women aren't giving them attention. We just need to pause for one second and acknowledge that he has walked the runways for Louis Vuitton. Okay. Why three? <laughs> He, I mean, this man, what else? You, he's a professional skateboarder, tall, very handsome. He's been in music videos. Like this is not, are you, are you blushing? Um, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm not going to say what I was going to say, but I'm not blushing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the moral of the story is what I'm trying to get at is this is the kind of thing that can happen to everyone. Not just somebody who can't get ass. Yes. Life is perception. Okay. A lot of people, you know, that look like. Oh, they're doing this. They're doing that. They're this. There's no way they're, you know, dealing with issues, especially issues like this. They are. 
Yeah. I mean, you just never know what's in somebody's suitcase, right? Especially when it comes to the bedroom, sex, I mean, kinks, porn, all that. Because you really don't know what people are doing. a lot of friends. I have a lot of women friends and I have a lot of male friends. And yes, don't ever be surprised. (laughs) Don't be surprised. Like I said, life is perception. Remember that. So uh, in my opinion, porn addiction, I mean, you could tell me if I'm, I'm wrong, but I think a porn addiction also could be for one, it's negatively affecting your life, but you keep doing it anyways. Mm-hmm. And two is you start to get to a point where you'd almost rather watch porn than have real sex. And that's exactly what that's exactly what happens. Do you think there's such thing as a healthy relationship with porn? Hmm. Let me sit on that for a second. I think uh, I say no because obviously, being the fact that I, you know, I'm addicted to it, and you know, and it's become something that's been uh you know a big obstacle in my life i don't think that this is coming from a porn addict i don't think that you know men especially men who genuinely love women and 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 want to appreciate you know every bit of your woman i don't think that you know we should be indulging in those kinds of things that's what i've grown to learn i don't think we should be indulging in those kind of things it's kind of pointless if you think about it you know you have a very good idea of what the sliding, what the slippery scale looks like, like how you can start off with an innocent. I was just going to say that too. Right. You could start off with an innocent and then it just grows into something that has kind of taken over. So what does porn addiction look like to you? Porn addiction literally reminds me of drug addiction. I've never done drugs in my entire life. I've never even smoked weed, but, but it goes, if you do any kind of any research on it, it actually you know, talks about how it goes hand in hand with uh, drug addiction. I mean, it releases dopamine. So porn addiction, you said what it looks like to me? Yeah. That's a great question. Porn addiction looks like, um, when I'm, when we talk about watching porn for porn addict, I'm talking about like, I can be, I can and will, you know, if I indulge in porn, in a porn session, I'll literally be watching porn for hours with an S. I'm talking about, it can wow. be three hours, four hours, for one, for one, you know, nut. Because, which it's a high. So what you're doing, you know, when you finish, you're going to think of yourself as the war. You're going to be, it's reality is right there waiting on you after that, you know, after you climax, you're like, Oh my what God, have I done? I'm never doing it again. I'm, I'm the worst person. Yeah. It, it, the feeling is so disgusting. Like I, I can't even explain it. It's disgusting, you know, but you want that high to last and you, and you literally are lying to yourself the entire time. Like you, it feels good. It, it feels like a high, you know, when you're doing it and you're edging, edging is what it is. You're edging for hours, you know, you feels good. It's, you think you like it, but somewhere in your heart, you know, you know that reality is waiting and, and that's also why. And, and in general, you're just looking for the perfect video. And as Terry Crews says, there's no such thing as a perfect video, you know, so all you can be, you know, you started at two o'clock and at six, seven o'clock, you st- you like, damn, I still ain't found a perfect video. How does that work? Can you imagine how, think about how bad that is. That's brutal. But, th- but think, but think, think, think what you're, what you're training your mind to work though. You know, what, yeah. what you're training your mind to do. You know what I mean? Just because of my experience, I don't indulge in porn at all. I would say maybe once a month I'll be like, well, what's over here? And I find that what happens is I'll watch something on my phone and then the next day you're going through life and then you open up your browser and you're like, what the, who was looking at this on my phone? It's like, oh yes. shit, that was me. I'm disgusting. Yes. Why was, yes. What was I looking at that for? Yes. Like who took my phone and put this on there? Yes. Right. I call it the masturbation walk of shame. Mm-hmm. Where you wake up and you're like, oh God, what did I, <laughs> what did I just do? Yeah. But I'm telling you when you've been doing it for hours though. Yeah. Hours. That's a lot. That's a lot. 
like hours. Think about how how lesser you can look at yourself. You know what I mean? Like indulging in porn for hours, hours. Was there a specific <clears throat> moment that you realized your relationship with porn had gone too far? Yes, and it actually was when I got in my first relationship, my first real, full, you know, committed relationship. But that's when I was like, oh my gosh. So what happened? What happened was I got in my relationship and actually it's it's crazy because I I have a great sense of like, you know, morality. So and that's and that's what really showed me, you know, where porn addiction became, you know, or why it was such a problem because I got into a relationship. When you when when you're in those dating, you know, stages you tend to kind of like juggle and 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 see if this person is if this person who has the most potential is for you and if they are then you know you kind of start to cut off people and then you know you pursue that person am i right yeah of course yes so for me it was the opposite you know i found this person and i was like oh my gosh this person is is wonderful this person is everything i was looking for you know and so forth i went to school with this person but you know high school and middle school but we you know we didn't have we didn't we knew each other but we didn't you know it wasn't anything so we met this person in adulthood and you know and i was like wow this person is it so even in in, in the dating phase i mean i was already like you know she was up on my instagram and you know story and and um you're like i'm gonna put that shit on my grid but she put she made it to the well, story well, I don't, well, yeah <laughs> she her hand made it onto my story <laughs> <laughs> no nah, not her hand her her face her oh, whole wow yeah. i'm Must talking about loved. like I, I remember while we were still dating i posted a photo of like a cute like you know a little selfie of me and her you know so i already you know started cutting people off and so forth and you know committed to you know this woman yeah and i and i stuck to that you know so with that being said i also for the first time ever you know wasn't watching porn so much it was it was a conscious decision because you thought i'm in a relationship now i'm not gonna watch porn or was it just because no, you're with no, her you I just, just naturally yeah, stopped yeah i just naturally stopped watching porn like, okay like at least as much like it wasn't like a thing thing you mm-hmm. know and i was and i was happy i was happy about that actually so when we started you know fighting so we were young you know we, we were both we were both so young and you know and and just had a lot of figuring out our own selves and we and we and you know we had a lot of fulfilling within that we never, you know, right. actually did mm-hmm. um, before we stepped into a position of, you know, being a partner. Um, so with that being said, it caused a lot of problems. You know, we had a lot of, we, we each had our own internal problems and so forth. So we, you know, it was a lot of fighting and it, was, it just became a toxic relationship. So what I did was I ran the porn. Every time know, you would fight, you ran the porn. Every single time you mm-hmm. ran the porn. What does that remind you of? Drugs. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. So it's like how somebody else would go to the bar and get hammered. You were like, oh, fuck it, I'm going to... Ran the porn every time. Right. Every single time. And what that did was... And when I um, and I always say this. My porn addiction actually got so much worse in my relationship with, with my ex-girlfriend. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so when I opened up a tour about it, finally, fully, like, hey, hey, I have a porn addiction. I had to explain it to her. And like, and, and honestly, re-explained it a couple times for her to really understand how much of a problem it was for me when it became a problem mm-hmm. um, in the relationship. So with that being said, it, it came this thing between me and her where like I knew I couldn't watch porn. Like I knew if she knew I watched porn, she would be so upset. Not not because the typical because like, oh, I don't want you watching porn. I'm your lady. Why are you getting off to other women? No, because she knew how much it was causing an effect you know or, or how much how much of a problem she knew it was it was bringing to to me personally and to me and her you know right. as a couple 
So I knew. So I you was, had accountability. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I knew like, yo, I can't like. So what did I start doing? I don't know. You tell me. Dana, <laughs> I would be at her house, right? Uh huh. She go. She you know she worked nine to five. She would go to sleep. You know on time and she knew she knew i stayed up late you know she know i'm a night owl she hey, i'm going to bed now all right i'll be up watching tv jana i would leave get up out of her bed sneak out at that go to her couch and oh, no. be watching porn on her couch masturbating to it like feeling like like this, i actually don't say this i don't laugh when i say i think about it and i'm like wow that is a problem yeah i'm on her i'm on her couch with my beautiful you know the time ex-girlfriend sleeping in her in her room i'm on her couch like sneaking masturbating to porn like you know what this reminded me of when you're a kid and you and you're trying to sneak watch porn like uh, sneak sneak away and watch porn and not get caught but by your parents that's part of the thrill too and I, I mean i guess all i was thinking about was i gotta get my high but yeah i'm closing the door so i could hear if she all comes out to go to shit. the bathroom you know what i mean turning her tv up like if i hear yeah. any noise i'm stopping and like oh shit hold on you know what i mean like yeah that i look back and i'm like wow that is a problem. Like, that is a real problem. See, that is what, when I first asked, what does porn addiction look like? Mm-hmm. You, that's what, that's oh, what that's I meant. Oh, that's what you meant? Yeah, because it's like, that's what, that's what that is. There's a, somebody in your bed. It's, it's a drug addiction. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's literally a drug hit. addiction. Yes, yeah. it does not matter. I've, listen, at the time, she was going to San Francisco State. This was, you know, years ago. She, she was uh, graduate. She was just graduating. And she had, her, she had her own place, you know, in San Francisco. And I went out there with my buddy. We went out there uh, skating, stuff like that, and we stayed with her. Yo, my friend is sleeping in the other room, like the room behind the back, kind of like behind the bathroom. And my girlfriend is sleeping in her room. I wake up early before everybody. I'm going in the room. This is a, it's only one bathroom. I'm in the bathroom sitting on the toilet, masturbating the porn in the morning, masturbating the porn in the morning. Wow. You know. With your friend there and your. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. I've done it like in front friends' bathrooms, like, you know, middle of the night, everybody's asleep. Like, oh, let me go get a little, you know. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, it's, it's very, that's, that's what porn addiction looks like. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's drug addiction. That's powerful. Very powerful. How has porn addiction affected your intimate relationships? Like just intimacy in general during the course of your, this, this struggle? It's different for everybody. So for me, everybody has their own malfunctions. You know what I mean? For me, the intimacy part, I'm, I'm, I'm naturally an intimate person. Like I actually get off on intimacy and that's just my thing. So it, it never affected my intimacy. In- intimacy actually was very easy, but... What it affected was a couple of things. One of them was it affected uh, for the, I, I went on the phase of it, it affected my 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 confidence mm-hmm. and you know in actual in sexual acts. Why? Because for a long time, um, for I mean a long time, like I was I wasn't climaxing from sex. Like you know I'm talking like the whole the whole everything. You know my guy gets excited, you know fully excited and and. And, you know, we get into it and we do it and I'll just be going and going and going and going and going and going and going and, and you know, and. Was it just because you weren't stimulated enough because it wasn't as, in, like, it's it, not as, in, it's not exactly, as mentally stimulating as porn. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. So you're sitting there, you've got this babe in bed with you and you're like, this is not, even, this isn't enough. Yeah. And, 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 and for a while was, you got to think, my porn addiction goes back to me as a, to a kid. So when I lost my virginity, I, I didn't climb it. I'm, I'm talking about like. I was I didn't climax for a long time like uh, in, during sex, 
just because you know because how much i was you know i was getting such stimulation from pornography so you know when there comes a normal person you know human that doesn't that doesn't reach that over over stimulation that, that over you know over stimulant i can use right mm-hmm. um that you get from watching porn you don't i mean i just didn't climax and i was thankful at the time too i was thankful that like you know my my, my guy down there was actually working but I, funny listen here <laughs> listen to this. this is how this is how this is how, how the brain is, is so funny so i always had uh, eventually later on i started to pick up on how much of a porn pro- this is this is pre me thinking i had a porn addiction i thought i called it a porn habit porn problem mm-hmm. i always had the anticipation on damn what if one day like my sh- uh, you know my sh- just you know it just don't work you know what i mean uh-huh. like like i'm gonna have one of those moments and you know one of those you know one of those hookups or you know having sex with somebody and, and my shit just don't work right and it happened mm. one day it happened where you, know, you just you couldn't get turned on you couldn't get hard no it happened one day uh-huh it, it took a while it took years it, and it's hard it because when, in those moments it happens for once. your partner she feels like is it am i not hot enough mm-hmm. am i not mm-hmm. good enough am i even what's, not, you're not turned on but yeah exactly when when a guy doesn't come you're like what did i do like is it's not me like am i not i'm like what, mm-hmm. do, you, what, what do i need to do, do i need to stand on my head mm-hmm. right so then you preemptively fear that and then it ends up negatively affecting everything in the bedroom anyways because yes. then you have that lack of confidence right Yes, listen, listen, Jana. Okay, I'm listening. When it happened, it happened. All it takes is one time, especially you know, men were ego driven. Unfortunately, right. that's why I had to. And and I'm one of like that likes to say, you know, because I, I am. I put my ego aside, you know, in life in general, because and that's you know that's what keeps me a student. But you know, when it comes down to sexual encounters and stuff, like oh, it don't matter who you are, that that thing don't work one day, especially when you don't have an understanding about that, an understanding that I eventually had to. You know, it was um, something you feared slash anticipated, and then when it happened, you were like, "Oh fuck!" Yes, and that that messed me up, and so and so that was I went on a, a short phase of like, you know, two things: one, just not not avoiding having sex with women, and two, when having it, yeah, I couldn't, you know, like I and and the so reason- would you give like a. Would you warn the person ahead of time? Like, nah, I'm probably never. not gonna. No, nah, I never. Do you fake so, it? No, nah, nah, I never. <laughs> this is what I'll do. I always fill it out. I'll, I'll do the, we'll do the teasing. You know, it'll be the teasing, the touching, and the, and if I'm not getting like rocked by then, uh-huh. I'll kind of like just pull out like, oh, all right. Oh wait, well, it looks like I should go. <laughs> yeah, exactly, 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 exactly. But you know, I, I, I started to do my research. You know, and I, and I, and this is important to you know learning. Our mind is you know, our biggest sex organ. And so with that being said, if your mind is essentially having a, a performance, if you're having, for example, performing anxiety, I, I listen to a therapist talk about this and he says anxiety and like essentially being turned on, they don't go together. When you're running from like, a, when, when you're getting chased by a, a lion, yeah. the last thing you're thinking about is getting your dick hard. Right. Well, they it's the they, same. It's similar for women where go, we, don't go where if you have anxiety about say somebody seeing you naked mm-hmm. or you don't feel confident about the way you mm-hmm. look, then it's really hard to be turned on. It's the exactly. same thing. Or if you have a partner that you feel like is picking you apart and you don't feel beautiful in front of them, that anxiety exactly. It's like, why didn't you come? It's like, cause this doesn't feel like a safe space for me. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, so when I, when that happened one time and, and I'm always having this, you know, this anxiety or anticipating on it happening again, what the hell you think is going to happen? Right. You know what I'm saying? Then it just, it's like a self, it, like it's a, just exactly. a cycle. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. 
you have a very strong sense of self-discipline. That's why mm. you are so good at fighting, so good at skateboarding, so good mm. at everything. You're so self-disciplined. So to you, this sort of thing as a man who is so disciplined mm. and to feel like you don't have control of, of something that mm. I think that it's just another factor for you of like navigating your own self-discipline. Does that make sense what I'm saying? A lot of sense. Yeah. So you're like, no, 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 no. I I try to have control over myself and my actions in all these other ways. I wake up at ridiculous times. I train hard, even through injuries. I do all these sorts of things. Why can I not just fucking stop looking at porn? Like, so, Mm -hmm. so that's like, you know, I hit, like you said, your confidence. You just hit that on point with that right there. And that's why, and that's why, where I beat myself up so, so much with my addiction to pornography. And I'm I'm, going to say like this. When I stopped beating myself, beating myself up about it, oh, it made it. It made it as far as like sexual encounters. It made it, it took so much weight off my shoulders. When I found out or realized, I should say, that I had an addiction, I beat myself about that. I said, "Wow, you know, I'm so I'm so in control of you know so many other aspects of my life. You know, how how can I control my porn addiction? You know what I'm saying? Or or a porn habit or, to that eventually formed to into a porn addiction. How can I not control that?" And then you got to think the malfunction, the malfunction started happening. Now I'm like, oh, wow, you know, I got a porn addiction and it's real. Now I can't even. And I'm broken. Yeah. Yeah. First, I couldn't I couldn't climax in in, in the bedroom. Now I can't even get it up. Those are three, three big factors that I'm just nonstop thinking about. And then, like I said, I, I had to tone it down. So you on your on your quest to try to battle this. I know that we've talked about your struggles and the things you've done to police yourself. Can you tell me a little bit about the actions you've taken to try and quit and what's worked and maybe what hasn't? I know it's a big question. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, so currently right now I have, you know, like web browser, like adult web browsers, you know, blocked on my phone. It, it, I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, you, you can do it from your settings. They're, they're actually, oh, can I tell you a fun fact really quick? Please I, tell so, all the fun facts. So, so this is, this, this right here shows you how huge of a problem this is. So there's an app called Blocker X, and I got this app from a YouTuber. A you, I don't, Blocker X. We'll, put, yeah. we'll post it in the show notes for anybody who wants to put it on their man's phone. <laughs> <laughs> so there's an app, you gotta pay, you gotta pay some money for it, but okay, there's okay. an app called Blocker X that some YouTuber dude, I'm not, I don't, you know, do the, I'm not into the YouTuber thing, but he, but, I found him through, you know, he's, he's another advocate for porn addiction. And so he, you know, he, this app, I guess, sponsored his video or whatever. So he, so he, you know, he recommended people download it. So I downloaded it. I paid for it and stuff. And what it does is that actually blocks all your, you know, adult, you know, it, it, it really, it blocks the adult, um, web, yeah, ex- wow, okay. yeah. And, but w- even with that, it allowed, it, it makes it to where you can't even, or, or to, to take it off. It makes you like literally type like I have no self control. <gasps> like yeah, like wow. you have to go to first. It asks That's you. That's actually you, really cool. Yeah, yeah, first it asks you like, are you sure? And then it asks you, and then it makes you type in like, I have no self control. <gasps> blah 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 blah. Um. So, but but listen, this is a fun fact. So, with having that app, they they have like like a, a like a section that you click, and it's like and it's a community. It's a whole like uh, almost like Twitter kind of, but right. for porn addicts. And wow. I mean, you can't post videos. It's all these anonymous men posting like on little on like boards, you know, talking about their addiction and like how long they can't go without watching porn. Like, I'm talking about like thousands and thousands of young men, older men. I, I've seen like a 40 year old man talking about like, yeah, day 10. Uh, hopefully wow. I don't break. Teenagers were, had it the worst. Teenagers are like, oh, my God, I 
you know, I I, I can't even go past a day without watching porn. Like it's, it's ruining my life. Did it feel good though to see that you were not alone? That there's yeah, so yeah, many it, other people it, it, struggling. It was super crazy. Well, well, there's there's people there's people of of status who who have this problem. I heard Billie Eilish came out uh and talked about her problem with it. Terry Crews, Theo Vaughn. I want if I if I if I remember correctly, I want to say Chris Rock talked about uh the same problem. Yeah, like the, it really. He has a there's a part in one of his stand up routines where he jokes about trying things with his wife uh-huh. that he saw in porn that it was very obvious that that didn't translate into the real world. Yeah. It's not your yeah. woman doesn't actually come when you spit on her forehead. Like yes. yeah. Listen, listen, listen. Within the young the young people, young adults. This is a huge, huge problem. This is going to be maybe a tricky question for you. So you might need Give to take a please. second. Okay. What advice would you give a woman who's dealing with a porn addict? This go. This is just overall life. You know, don't judge. You know, don't judge them. Understand them. Everyone wants to be understood, not judged, mm-hmm. especially going through something like this. So I would say definitely understand him I, like I always tell Jaina I learned this from a book I'm reading um, <laughs> uh, the start of every healthy relationship is understanding that's the start of a healthy relationship understanding uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah so definitely understand I would say for sure try to you know uh, w- work with them you know um, don't hold them to this expectation of like you know oh why are you not giving me the same kind of you know dingling that you once <laughs> that you once gave me before you know definitely try to I, yeah understand do you think that it's something that a woman has a right to be upset be about patient. be patient yeah and be patient do i think it's a right to, to be upset about it yeah because women this this is the thing women take men watching porn personal like am i not Absolutely. good enough right am i not good enough am i not hot enough you're looking at girls who don't look like me so we'll take it really personal whereas a guy's like i'm not even thinking about you when i'm looking at porn i'm just trying to see a new ass or whatever so like i'm just saying should a woman take it personal when a man is indulging in porn remember when i said the start of every healthy relationship is understanding yeah that was only like 15 seconds ago okay i do remember that I personally feel like <laughs> I personally feel like you know, understanding not just men but like your man. I'm talking about down to the root. Why is he watching porn? I'm because so, me personally for myself, I'm trying to figure out why I'm so drawn to porn. I'm talking about as a kid, not even just because of access. You got to think I was watching porn pre iPhone days, and we're talking desktop porn. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Uh-huh. Desktop. I was porn. like, you're about to get busted. They were talking <laughs> desk, desktop porn. You know what I mean? This is before iPhones were, were, you know, a thing. What advice would you give to another man with the same issue as you? Be honest with yourself, you know, starting off by admitting that you have a porn addiction, of course. And don't put any pressure on yourself because it's like this. Everyone has problems. We tend to, we tend as people in general, we tend to think that we're the only ones going through something. There's so many guys struggling with porn addiction. Mm-hmm. So many guys. You just don't know that. Don't put any kind of pressure on yourself. Understand that that it's it's a part of your life. And I mean not a part like as in it's you just gonna forever be an addict. No, but it, it's 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 a it's a part of your life. You know, it's it's an obstacle that you're that's that's there for you to overcome and better yourself. I told Jaina, I said, I wouldn't I do not in any way regret ever, you know, becoming addicted to porn. I've learned so much about myself, so much about life, so much about 
shit, even sex. And I'm not talking about from like a freaky perspective, like, you know, um, and how people work, you know, sexually and so forth. And why would I regret that? So that's exactly what you would say to a man if you're face to face and he's like, bro, I'm on like my 10th time of trying to quit. I can't get past 10 days without porn. Like what? Like I'm just. I'm yes, I would. I would tell him that. Like you like it, it's it's an addiction and i tend and i tend to do that still to this day it's an addiction man like you 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 can't take an addiction lightly you have to take all the precautions to you know overcome it and mm-hmm. and, and deal with it like it's not easy life isn't easy though you know what i mean mm-hmm. life is not easy you know like you have to take every any precaution i've learned this any precaution you don't take you're going to relapse and 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 this is the thing i feel like we did, we didn't talk about this too why porn and drug addiction go so hand in hand you gain what's called a porn preference and you tend to, and, and, with, and with with this kind of addiction you tend to like what you don't like and the reason being the reason why is because you need more of a high you know what i'm saying and that's why there's such malfunction with real women in in, in the in the real world and the real bedroom is because you're getting off to these things that you actually don't even really like they're just providing a certain kind of high for you because it's wrong i guess i guess you know people tend to get off on taboo right taboo yeah. is such a huge thing to get off on taboo because yeah. it's wrong you yeah. know what i mean exactly so like like uh like drugs you know you, you you're watching a very vanilla kind of porn then a kind of freaky kind of porn then a super freaky kind of porn. Then some shit that you just like, oh my God, what the hell was I looking at? Like, yeah. you're like, I don't, like you finish, you're like, yo, what was that? You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? And that really does translate into real life too. You yeah. know, a, a porn preference, I say. Well, and you know this, but I had my first husband, I remember he was really into porn and to the point where I would catch him watching, like jerking off to it while I was laying in the bed and I was, it hurt me because I was thinking, I'm right here and you still feel the need to look at women you can't touch. And when we would have sex, he, I remember one time he said, can you pretend you're with another woman right now? And I was like, this shit straight up has you wanting me to be two women. Like I cannot be two women. Like I just a thousand percent cannot. So so how is that not a problem? Of course. Right. right? Yeah. How is that? How is that not? How is that like it's normal? Yeah. And now I'm sitting here in the bed as a whole ass woman loving you, making your meals, doing all these things, trying to, you know, like hustle and grind with you. I'm like all this. And I'm sitting here like I am not enough because I'm not two women right now. Like that's just crazy. Exactly. I heard once someone had a really interesting quote. He was a very attractive guy. But he started to lose his hair at like 23. I'm talking Mr. Burns all the way to the back, fully bald. But he had a six pack without trying, really nice skin, just really handsome. But he was so insecure about losing his hair. And he said, God gives everybody one thing to keep them humble. Absolutely. And uh, he's like, for sure, it's my hair. And you know, for you, I mean, you definitely have the height, the looks, (laughs) all that. But you've got this thing, you know. Listen, 100%. And I love that. I love that. I have a healthy relationship with life. With that being said, when things like this happen, you know, when when I'm dealing with an obstacle, you know, I understand that that's life. You know, like it's. I look at it as it's there. Like I said just a second ago, it's there to provide me an opportunity to grow and better myself and learn. You know, yes. So yes, life does humble you. You can't be perfect. You know, life does throw things at you to humble you. As it should. And not even just humble, but like help you grow even. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A thousand percent. Yes. So what's next for you? Right now, I'm 
very heavy on mastering myself. I'm a I'm a 10th grade high school dropout and not that I think that you're less important in the world if you have if without an education but but so I've never read a book before, right? I've never read a book until this year. So I started uh-huh. I've, I've, I'm at book number I've already read 3. I'm finishing on my fourth book this year. <clears throat> By the way, one of them is 500 pages, the other one is 300 pages. So um <laughs> slight flex, slight flex. Yeah, one of them and the, one of them is the autobiography of Malcolm X which okay, was okay. actually published in 1969, I believe. So, so the wording was different and it's a lot it's, it's very difficult to, you know, understand. Stay stay tuned I'm for the kidding. Dante book club <laughs> coming to Oprah episode near you. <laughs> nah, but uh, yeah, so I'm just uh, so I've been just, you know, reading a lot of books and even, you know, when the time we have other access to knowledge, you know, so I, you know, I, Jaina got in my car the other day and I was listening to a Malcolm X speech. Um, knowledge is power. That's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm on right now. So I'm just, you know what I love? I love how at the start of this conversation, you talked about how porn was just sucking up time mm-hmm. and your energy. I love how it almost seems like you're replacing mm-hmm. the time and energy. For example, you would look at porn, let's say on your phone or, mm-hmm. but now you, are listening to Malcolm X speeches on your phone. Mm-hmm. So when you think about your mind is like an empty jar and you can fill it with whatever you whatever want, you right? Want. And here, when you're filling it with porn and all these kind of like it's this terrible. darkness, as opposed to education, enlightening yourself, mm-hmm. growth and all these sorts of things. So you're taking this opportunity, using your time wisely to better yourself instead mm-hmm. of put, putting yourself into a situation where you don't feel like you're being your best version of you. That's crazy you say that because uh, when I was talking about porn addiction to my friend, I said, isn't it crazy how we have phones? We have access to anything, anything, knowledge, especially mm-hmm. any kind of knowledge, any kind of knowledge. You can look at it right now on your phone, right? I was like, when we use our phones for the worst <laughs> yep. of the worst <laughs> yep. of the worst things you could possibly ever use a phone for. I... I'm so thankful that for one, that you're take that you take this so seriously and that you take yourself and life so seriously. Like it's it's a really beautiful thing because there's not a lot of men out there that my morals. I'll take my your morals. morals yeah, you not do. life. You're not supposed to take life that. Well, that no, but not you that do. Serious. You take your you take your goals. You take your ambition. The things that matter to you, you do take very seriously. I would say, as an outsider's perspective, mm-hmm. watching you. But yeah, of course you're a goofball while you do it. But oh, I'm goofy. Yeah. <laughs> but I just I think it's it's so inspiring seeing this matter because one thing that is a struggle for me is that we tend to say, Oh, boys will be boys. So it's like, well, guys, they just watch porn. Like boys will be boys. Like, oh, that's just what guys do. And Sometimes it's like that is the easy thing to just say, this is just what guys do. But at no point are we ever going to just question, do we need to put the brakes on this? Like we just, porn has gotten out of control. It's available everywhere. And we're all just like, boys will be boys. And watching relationships fail because of it, watching people's self-esteem go down because of it, their time connecting with each other in the bedroom is failing because of it. And so that's where I'm always saying like, at what point do we, can we all collectively say, you know, like there was a long time when smoking was just normal and it was okay. And then we all started to go, maybe that's not great. But all these sorts of things that you at one point think that it's okay. And then when you start to see the effects of it, you go, should we dial back on this? And that's what I feel about porn is that it is the problem is just growing and escalating and escalating. At what point do we all collectively say, maybe we need to, you know, check this. Right. And so I appreciate that you being willing to come and talk about it and bring light to it. And more men, you know, like you said, the Mike Tyson's and everybody talking openly about their struggles and about these sorts of things. It's a really, really good thing to make the conversation happen. Mm -hmm. So that's like my very long winded way of saying thank you. Of course. Thank you for being here. Of course, of course, of course. 
Listen, we could talk. We could talk about anything. <laughs> so on our way out, last question. What in the yes. world made you agree to coming on the show with me? I feel like one of my purposes is to help people, you know, mm-hmm. in, 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 in any way that I can. And right now, coming on a podcast and shedding light on a problem that I, you know, dealt with, a very big problem that I know, not think, that I know based off what I've seen and what I've talked and the people that I've talked to about it is a huge problem. Um, I feel that that is, you know, one step to uh, spreading huge, uh, such great awareness. Um, Love it to a problem that really can help a lot of people, you know, not just, not just men, women too, you know? Yeah, a thousand percent. Um, so I feel like I'll be doing a, doing a disservice to have gone through what I go through and not share it, you know? That's a thousand percent. Why I even have this show to begin with? It would be yeah. a disservice if you went through all you've been through and didn't take the time to share it. So people don't have to feel alone, right? Yes, our flaws are our greatest assets. I've learned that, you know? Beautiful. You just gotta be aware of that. Beautiful. Know? Well, thank you very much for being here and sharing your story. You have, I, I'm very excited to see the kind of impact that this has for myself and everyone, all the listeners. I'd like to just say, yeah, thank you. Yes, thank you for having me. Wow, wasn't that fascinating? I can't thank Dante enough for sharing his story with us. It's not easy to admit the things that he did, but as you can tell, he's sharing his story for the greater good. He's hoping to help other people. So please don't let it be a waste. If you know someone who could benefit from hearing Dante's story, actually, you know what? You probably have no idea who in your life might be on the path to porn addiction or suffering alongside someone who is. So you may as well just share this episode with everyone you know. I hear every time you do, someone else gets to feel like they're not alone. Again, shout out to my very special guest and to you. Thanks for pressing play this week. Until next time, please go be your most fabulous self and don't forget to spread that badass big lash energy everywhere you go. Thanks a lot. Bye.